Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. How do you write a letter or an email? Do you write naturally, the way you talk, or do you become a bit formal? Paul often did both, but he leaned toward the natural, especially toward the end of a letter. Today on Drawing Near, Paul gives a series of short commands to believers, very short. He provides no explanations. Let's take our Bibles and turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and study the will of God for you. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. And our Father in heaven, as we come before you today, we give thanks to you for your grace, mercy, and love toward us, for helping us to understand what your will is for our lives. Each time we hear what your will is for us, we realize that your will is large, it's vast, it can't be reduced to a couple of words or sentences. But your will consistently is that we be holy that we live like Jesus Christ by faith through the leadership of the Holy Spirit. And so, Father, we pray that you would help us to know what your will is, your perfect will, and then give us the strength, guide us as we seek to obey. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. As we begin today's study, let's read 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. It says, Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Now, did you notice that? If you're following along in your Bibles, did you see that? That was three verses. In the time it normally takes us to read one verse, or even a half of a verse, we were able to read three verses. Why is that? Because Paul is coming to the close of his letter. And he wants to give final statements to these people. He wants to remind them briefly of doing things, things that they already know that they need to be doing. But he wants to encourage them. He wants to remind them. Literally, he wants to command them to continue doing these things. And so verse 16, rejoice always. The idea here is to rejoice in the Lord always, regardless of circumstances. We have a tendency to get our happiness or our joy from our circumstances, If our relationships are good, if our health is good, if things are good around us, if pleasant things are coming into our lives, then we're happy and we're rejoicing. But when things are difficult and challenging and people are contrary, it's difficult to rejoice. Actually, it's difficult to be happy. Happiness and rejoicing are two different things. Happiness is completely controlled by our circumstances and surroundings. Rejoicing is the result of knowing Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and knowing that our hope, our future, all of the promises are secure in Him. Rejoicing comes from the idea that we know that we are sinners saved by grace and that God's manifold grace is rich toward us in everything. And that doesn't change like our circumstances do. And so Paul says, quit looking at circumstances or don't look at circumstances and rejoice in God, in the promises of God, the provisions of God, those things that don't change, always. It's the idea that Jesus says, treasure those things in heaven. Don't store up treasures here. Don't value things here. 
store up your treasures in heaven. We're to rejoice always because of what's laid up for us in heaven in Jesus Christ. Then verse 17 says, pray without ceasing. We're to constantly, continually be in a mode of prayer, an attitude of prayer. You and I know that we can have a conversation, that we can do some things around the house, that we can even do detailed things in our lives, while at the same time, our mind is thinking about other things. We can be talking to a person and our mind be saying different things to us. We need, in the same way, as we go about our daily activities, constantly be in connection to the Father, be aware of his presence, be aware of his will, and be talking to him, asking him for wisdom in our conversations and guidance, asking him to help us not to say or do the things that are wrong, giving thanks to him and rejoicing to him moment by moment in our emotions, in our heart, in our mind, in our words. We're to have this idea of praying without ceasing, always being in connection with God. Verse 18 says, in everything give thanks. We're to rejoice always. We're to pray without ceasing and in everything give thanks. Rejoicing, praying, and being thankful all go together all the time in scripture. In every situation of our lives, just like rejoicing, we're to give thanks. When things are difficult, when things don't go the way we want them to, when things in life disturb us and and vex us and cause us to worry and fear, we're not to give in to those emotions. We're to rejoice, pray without ceasing, and in everything give thanks. How thankful are you? Well, most of us would say, I'm very thankful. But how often do you give thanks? How often do you pray? How often do you rejoice? Now, before we go any further, you need to know, these are imperatives, these are commands, these are instructions. You can't say, well, I can't rejoice always, because God just commanded you to, which means you can. I I can't pray without ceasing. Yes, you can. God says you can, and he says you ought to. I can't give thanks all the time. Yes, you can. We need to know this. These are things that are within our ability to do, and it's emphasized at the end of verse 18. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Because we are Christians, we desire to know God's will and to do God's will. When we find out what God's will is in his word, we endeavor to do it by faith. And this is God's will for us. This is God's desire for us. And therefore, we need to bend our will to do his will. We need to submit our will to his will. And so when it says this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you, God knows we can do these things because he desires them. We need to understand and comply. We need to always rejoice, pray without ceasing, and give thanks in every situation. Verse 19 goes on and says, do not quench the spirit. How do you quench the spirit? How do you cool the spirit off in your life? Through sin? through disobedience, through carnal living. We're not to do that. Rather, according to Galatians, we are to walk in the Spirit and not gratify the desires of the flesh. The way you stoke the Spirit in your life, the way you inflame the Spirit's work in your life, is by acknowledging the Spirit and being obedient to God. The opposite quenches the Spirit, and we're told, don't quench the Spirit of God. 
We're not to despise prophecies. Now, this word prophecies in the New Testament doesn't mean telling the future or proclaiming what is to come. It has a little bit of that in it as we talk about the second coming of Christ or heaven or what God promises to do for us later. But the prophecies here are the proclamations of God's word. We have the Holy Bible, and we're not to despise the preaching, the proclaiming of God's word. As men declare the truth of God's word, we're not to hate it. We're not to reject it. We're not to be disobedient to it. And then in verse 21, Paul says, test all things, hold fast what is good. Not everything is good. Not every preacher is right. This is akin to John saying, test the spirits to see whether they are of God. That's what we're to do here. We're to be people who know the truth. We're to be people who know the light. And then we test things to see whether they are of the truth or of the light. We're not to fall prey or be deceived by false things. We're not to yield to those things which are not good. We need to hold fast what is good. And what is good is those things provided to us by God himself in accordance with Jesus Christ and the indwelling Holy Spirit. We need to be discerning. Here's a word not many people will use. We need to discriminate against things that are not good in our lives. We need to test and then hold on to what is good. Test and keep those things that are good. Verse 22, abstain from every form of evil. Now, in our day and age, people seem to have difficulty to know what is evil. You need to read the Bible, and you need to take the Bible at face value, literally. When the Bible says lying is wrong, is evil, is sin, we need to believe that and abstain from it. Adultery, fornication, abstain from it. Contention, division, abstain from it. Sins of the tongue, sins of the mind, sins of the body, we need to be clean before God. He's made us clean in Christ, but we need to abstain from every form of evil. Don't gossip. Don't worry. Don't be discontent. Learn to be satisfied with what God provides. We could go on and on and on listing forms of evil. The Bible has lists, but the Bible is full of these things that God hates. We need to abstain from every form of evil. Well, Lord willing, the next time we come together... We'll be looking at the blessing and the final words of Paul to the Thessalonian church. As we do that, the next couple of days just might be a good time to read through 1 Thessalonians and review and remember what we've covered. Father, help us to do your will. Help us to understand exactly what you want us to do. Help us to obey these things, to rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks. Help us to pursue your will to not quench the spirit or despise prophecies. Give us understanding and discernment in testing all things and holding fast to what is good. And Father, protect us. Help us to say no to evil, to stay away from evil. Father, guide us and direct us today into your path, your will. And we ask, Lord, that you would be glorified as we live for you today. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, based on the truth that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.